the strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. Hey, welcome everybody to the KyberCast. This is episode five. We're in the end game now. And I'm one of your hosts, Joe Becker. And joined with me is Michael Diaz. Um, (laughs) Michael, how are you doing tonight? I'm excellent. How are you doing, Joe? Good. We're going to talk end game. And, you know, coming off this weekend, um, it's been uh, sitting in my head for a couple days. It's uh, trying to read catch up as much as possible on all the the websites and whatnot of their theories and what's going to happen next kind of thing. So, um, and, and trying to get me back into the, you know, thread of the MCU universe and see what I missed all the Easter eggs that did I see it all definitely want to go see it again. Cause every time I see a movie like that, the first time, you know, I'm just so there's so much going on that I, it's hard to know what to pay attention to. And unfortunately, I saw the only tickets I could get was 3D, and it just was not a great experience. 3D, and I'm not going to lie, it wasn't IMAX; it was just 3D. And well, that's because they did 3D in post. You can you should only see 3D movies that were filmed in 3D. Otherwise, you're going to be disappointed, Joe. I know, but I I couldn't get tickets for anything else. It was sold out. I wasn't going to not see it. I had to wait till 7 p.m. on Sunday. Well, we couldn't get anything until 2 p.m. on Sunday. So, but so just to be so just so we're clear. Uh, we are going to be covering many, many spoilers on this. So if you have not seen it, you uh, should probably stop now. Yeah. We're going to spoil it, the heck out of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. You should know that going into a podcast. Um, you should, but some people get mad. Oh. We just would be one of those uh, meaner type podcasts, I suppose. No. Spoilers <laughs> for sure. Spoilers for sure. There's a lot going on, and um, we're going to jump right into it. For me, I'm gonna talk. We'll talk, I'm gonna talk about the good, and you're gonna talk about the good a little bit. I'm sure. You're, of course, you're, tough, of course. you're, you're tougher than I am. <clears throat> For me, loved it. I mean, it was a, a roller coaster ride from almost the get go. A lot of good stuff up front. I think that the conclusion. I mean, I want to jump right to the conclusion, but there's certain characters that had a really good final arc, and and it was the ones that started it. Um, I, you know, I gave it a 9.9, I believe. Maybe it was out of the excitement of just seeing it and I, I threw it out there to you guys. But um, I thought just emotional, fun. They still had humor in it, which was pretty tough, I think, to do. So much um, humor. So much humor. Yeah, which I thought would be tougher with everybody gone. But, like, you know, I'll be damned if Paul Rudd, to me, was not the unsung hero of that entire movie. I am going to disagree. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed Paul Rudd. I liked. I really loved his jokes. I love Ant Man. I think he's funny. I love that he. I love his quips. Um, I loved his Back to the Future references and how he. Anyhow, mm-hmm. I, I love Ant Man too. But I'm. You know what? I I just jumped in. I realized you were talking about why you loved Ant Man. Why he, you thought he was the. Comedic go go go. <clears throat> well, for me, it was the big Thorbowski. Was, yeah, I, I like that too. I, I and I say unsung for a reason. I say it because nobody expects Ant Man to be anything, anyways. 
<clears throat> and he's kind of the joke no matter what, but he found them and, and, and learned something while he was in the quantum realm. Like he learned something is dumb or whatever it is. And the movie ended up being a heist film, which is what Total it man does. Film. It was time heist. Yeah. That was the name. He came up with it. It was time. heist. Yeah. And he, I, I just thought he brought some um, interesting it's just interesting to me in that in this movie. I thought he was in the young son. Ones that nobody would expect to be as, you know, pivotal to the uh to the series. I agree. I, I'm I'm a big fan of Ant Man and uh for my money, when uh, Ant Man came out, the first one, not the second one, but Ant Man came out after Age of Ultron. I actually preferred that movie to Age of Ultron. It, it was a nice Yep, me too. It was just a fun I mean, Age of Ultron I I, I won't get too into it because, you know, that's not what today's focus is but it's just uh, right of the four avengers films it's my least favorite yeah i think so there were some nice keith parts that got us to here but with endgame i mean i i really don't know where to start i mean the whole movie was it just covered so many bases um well let me let me just jump in here for a sec joe you said you gave it a 9.9 i'm assuming that's out of 10 yeah so does that mean infinity war gets a 10 no I think it's one movie altogether. What? Oh, so I you're saying it's, it's one movie War slash Endgame is a nine point nine? Yeah, it's one movie. I mean, okay. they, they, I mean, because basically the second act of Infinity War is the second act of a one long movie. Because they're they're you know, as pure writing goes, you've heard it on this podcast before. They put the the hero in a situation they can't possibly get out of, and that was death. So, so basically infinity war or end game was act three, a long act three, but it was act three of one movie. I'll give you that. I can see where you're coming from. I took them as separate films mm -hmm. and in my opinion, infinity war. And okay. So when I got out listeners, so, you know, uh, we have another friend named Alan and he was like, he saw the movie this weekend and he was, he gave it hundred percent accolade, accolades full 10 out of 10. And then, so Alan and Joe and I were kind of going back and forth and I waited till I saw it and I immediately had to give a pretty typical response for me and I gave it a 9.9. .9. Now, since then, that was Sunday, I've been chewing on it a bit, chewing on it. And I said, you know what? Infinity War, in, I kept them separate. For me, Infinity War was the creme de la creme, so I have full 10, 100%. And I was like, you know, maybe... I don't know, maybe maybe Endgame is only a 9.5, but then I watched Infinity War again yesterday, mm. and I love every single moment of it, and I am, I'm like, you know what? For me, Endgame's down to a 9. So that's where I what stand took, right now. Okay. I'm sorry, what's your question? I was to say, what, what, what is it that brought it down the notch? Well, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head in that it is an Act 3, and... And that's it. The whole movie is in Act Three. I enjoyed it very much. You say you loved it. I just really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe some of the reason is some of the 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 fan. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the kind of telling the fans a bit. You know, the the fan service. That's the word I'm looking for. Some of the fan service was fun, but for me, uh, it turned me off a little bit just because there was so much of it. It was. I didn't like some of the derivative nature. I know they had, they go into time travel and they revisited all of like the greatest hits of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
And I, I just generally don't often like that. So it was neat, and I understand they had to had to do it. And you know, I I enjoyed the scenes, but I don't know. I, I I going back to the you know Battle of New York and going back to all these things we've seen already. I was like, yeah, well, but I've seen that already. I want to do something new, but it's time travel. So what can you do? You know? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. So it's the perfect bookend, right? It's a bookend. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. and the time travel thing. I mean. I think they did it better than a lot of movies. I liked the idea that, you know, listen, there's a lot bigger stakes this time. I mean, Tony had a child. I didn't expect that coming into the movie. Uh, but you know, I what? didn't expect. So one thing I noticed, I rewatched infinity war and the movie begins obviously with Thor and the Asgardians getting their ass beat, but then it shifts to, um, Tony and pepper Potts in a park in New York. Yep. I know. I know exactly where you're going. And he says, I had a dream. It was so real. We had a, we had a child. And uh, we named him Morgan. Yep. Which, obviously, they had a daughter instead. Still named her Morgan. Right. Right. But uh, it was, I was like, I I mean, that was kind of a throwaway line that I didn't pay attention to in Infinity War. And then you see, oh, uh, my God. I, you know, I, I, I did with Infinity War. And that's where I kind of, like, Spider-Man, Peter Parker became his surrogate son. And that's why losing him was a big, big deal. That's how I took that line in Infinity Wars, but I think you know, obviously, it's much stronger now that you know. I did, I totally didn't catch it before, and I took it the same way as you too. That Tony does have some fatherly attributes, and he obviously really took to Spider Man, and it was tragic when Infinity War ended, and Spider Man said, "You know, Mr. Stark, I'm not feeling so good. Oh my God, they tore yeah. me up." So right. imagine to go back to find out that Tony actually had a dream about having a child named Morgan. You're like, what? Yeah. I think this is a good way to go. I think if we structure this a little, um, as we talk about this, I'd like to do it by character. And I think it's apropos to start with Tony Stark since that started it all and his arc in, in the whole series so far. Um, I'm going to say it one more time. In case somebody's listening. Spoilers. Tony Stark dies. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> we all kind of, you know, what's funny is as I watched the movie, I forgot that he was going to like, we had, everybody had an inclination that either Cap or Tony or all of them were going to die. Those two, A, because money is out there and contracts aren't signed and that gets out in the world and, you know, people make suggestions. It wasn't necessarily uh, shocking. You know what I'm saying? Like we weren't shocked, but no, I forgot we- as I watched the movie and, and then it hit me right At, when it, when it happened and, you know. I really, really loved it when Doctor Strange looks at him and just shows him the one reason, the one way. And I knew it. The only way was for Tony to die, which goes back to Infinity War of Doctor Strange saying, if you spare him now, I'll give you the stone, right? Everybody knows that Doctor Strange knew the plan. And it had to be that way. Yep. It had so, to be 100%. Yep. So, I mean, Doctor Strange is obviously the biggest hero of them all because he planned it. He saw the plan and let it happen or figured out a way to make it happen. Um, that's how important Dr. Strange is, whether you like him or not. <laughs> He's one of my favorites it was one of my favorite movies too, but Tony Stark dying was huge. Um, I like the way it went out. I like the way they did his arc when, when happy is talking to his daughter and she says, cheeseburgers, that's when I cried. Really? That was, that was one of the, I don't know why it just well, hit it, me. It was a huge callback yeah. to uh, Tony eating all the cheeseburgers yep. or the Whopper. He was eating uh, Whoppers. Burger King. 
Yep, Burger King. Burger King. But it, I don't know why it did. I think it's just being a dad and when you hear your kid say something, it just it just hit me then. I mean, the rest was I was like, wow, that, it's, that was just seemed like a really real moment that would happen if you've been, unfortunately, to a funeral. Um, a little kid doesn't really know what's going on and you got happy there who was just, you know, trying to be the good uncle. And it was a tough, that was really tough. But I thought that the arc of Tony going through time, making amends with his dad in a weird way, finally connecting with his dad on a different level. Cause yeah, that's that been throughout awesome. the series too. Right. So there's whole, father to father it, too, no less. Yep. Yep. So that was a big, everything closed for him. And, and, and I like that he didn't talk about, you know, it changed everything and now the whole new universe has shifted. But in, we're, we're going to bring people back after this. We're not going to do it. We're not going to splinter off that time. He, he, he was not going to lose his kid, right? You'll do anything I, I for your like kid. That. I like that very much. That yeah. He was insistent that if we bring him back, we don't do it in the past. We do it now. And yeah. I, I, I was surprised. I was like, oh, yeah, well, you can do the snap. You can, you can do anything you want. Right. Right. So that I was a really good piece of writing. I agree 100%. Now, yeah, I was like, well, that's right. You can bring it back right now. Fantastic. Great idea. And yeah, it was a great final arc for Tony, no question. We, we knew he had to sacrifice. And of course, there's that lovely bit of irony that what was it back in Avengers when uh, mm-hmm. Steve Rogers basically told, you know, told Tony, you're not the guy that's going to make the sacrifice at the end. Now, obviously, that was a nice foreshadowing and reference to the fact that Tony took the nuclear bomb up into the hole in space and then could have died and then fell back out in Avengers. Right. But it ties into this as well. Cause all oh, huge. I thought yep, exactly the guy that does it. And now that said, I was a little bit taken out of the scene just because I knew the RDJ, he was done. He hadn't signed any more contracts that this was his big goodbye. And right before Tony, you know, gets the, uh, gets the, the gems, the stones, Captain Marvel had the gauntlet, and I'm thinking, why is she flying through the battlefield with the gauntlet? She is by far the most poor, powerful one here, even more so than the Hulk. Why didn't she just pop it on right then and then snap her fingers? Because she could take it. She's powered by one of them, right? She is. Tesseract. So that said, she could have done it, and it would have been over right then, but they had to finish Tony's story arc. So for me, I, I enjoyed it, and it was tragic, but like I said, I was pulled out of it a little bit just because I knew he was done and I knew they had to wrap up his story. But it would have made more sense if Captain Marvel had made the snap. Yeah, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, cause, but I think, you know, obviously that's not the way Doctor Strange saw it, so they couldn't do that. I understand, I understand, but of course, <laughs> you know. So let's... Let's talk about that. We, you want to talk about each of the characters? So can we talk about Captain? I America? want to talk about the main. So let's 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 go into Cap, Captain America, since he's to me the other. Okay, bookend. we'll talk about Captain America. Uh, I really like the way they finished him. Um, after all, he gave up and sacrificed. He actually got his life back. That was an interesting way of doing it. I didn't see that coming at all until they until he went back. Still, he was the one that went back in time, and I was like, oh shit, that's how they're gonna do it. Like I kind of knew they he'd come back and they'd find him as an old guy, which. I'm going to throw this out there. He looked a hell of a lot like Joe Biden. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, he did. The end, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I uh, love that Cap got his happy ending, and I'm so glad. I mean, ever since, well, so in Cap's America, obviously he dies and he wakes up 70 years later and he realizes she's gone. But then you find out later in Winter Soldier when he goes to yep. see her, and you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that was heart wrenching. But then. 
she doesn't even show up in Civil War. They just make a reference. Oh, by the way, she died. Right. Which I was like, what? And then in you know in Ultron, um, there was the scene where he went to the dance to go see her, and he did make it in time. And so there's been a nice recurring theme since day one with Captain America that you know Peggy is his one. She's his constant. He's yep. always you know his great love. And so I, one side of me, the fanboy side is like. Fantastic! That is great. The Captain America gets his happy ending. I love. Even it. though he did, even though he did make out with her niece. Just saying, he did. He did. What was it? Well, wasn't it her great niece? It doesn't matter. Something like something like that. He, he kept in the family. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that he got that. Okay, but then you know me. I can't not be critical. Right. Let me throw this out there. So you're saying Captain America went back in time knows that Hydra has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., does nothing to stop it. Now, I realize he couldn't because it would make it change, but it changed the timeline. But also, he knows Bucky is being tortured and is an assassin for 70 years in Russia, and he does nothing about it. That's not the cap I know. Yeah, but if he knows that the outcome is what the outcome is, he didn't want to change the future's outcome, so he probably wouldn't. That might, I, that I, might can have see, I can see that argument, but if you if, if you don't have Bucky and you say Bucky, then there's no Winter Soldier, then he's not part of the Infinity War. Like, you know, I, I get that change argument too much. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but it still doesn't sit entirely right with me. Which is like I said, I, I'm twofold. I love that he went back to Peggy. I love that the last scene is him and Peggy in the stereotypical '40s house. Yep. And they're just listening to music and dancing and kissing. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Steve. Fuck yeah. Um, one thing, too, I thought for sure he would be coming back with with Nat. I thought he was going to pick, you know, a Black Widow from a time and bring her back that way. Like, not the one that died, but well, I wasn't you know sure what? if that could happen or not. I, I know we're covering the main characters, so we'll save yep. that. We'll save that. Like, yeah, we'll save that. So... I thought I thought doing Cap that way was good. I, it was a good ending. Um, he's one of my favorite characters. Uh, I'm a big Captain America fan. Um, I like that he handed the torch to Falcon, which is like the comic book. The only thing though is that well, you know, Captain America was. Well, yeah, he Bucky, does. I know they both, Bucky but in this particular thing, right. yeah, this particular one, it's it's the Falcon, but he doesn't have the serum, so that always bothered me. Like, well, I mean, part of Captain America is able to, you know. He's a super, super soldier. It's basically just fancy steroids, though. No, he can heal faster. I mean, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. But, like, you know, like, you can't, he, like, you know, the Falcon's not going to hold up um, Thanos' hand like Cap did. No, no. Or almost. Yeah, Sam Wilson you know what I mean? is not right, because Captain right. America is, you know, he's reached, he's, he's not super strong, but he's basically as, as strong as a human can be. Right, so he's still fairly strong, but yeah, Sam Wilson is not. Sam Wilson has some pretty cool wings and shit. And then you know he didn't. Where the hell did he put Thor's hammer? He took that with him. Yeah, he took Mjolnir with him. Where to go? So that he came back with. He came back with a fucking shield. Nothing. Well, (laughs) no hammer. Right. So where did it go? And nothing happens now. Now in the first couple movies, in Iron Man and then Hulk, some there were some things that maybe they let let off, and there were a couple mistakes, but. Since then, it's been tight, and nothing now happens in the MCU by accident. Right. That we that's going to be somewhere, and that's going to lead to something. I know it. It has to. 
It has to. Just like, well, not to go too far into, just like Loki getting the, the Tesseract. Oh, yeah. So now, because I was wondering, because we all know Disney Plus coming out this uh, winter. We've already heard they're going to do a Scarlet Witch show and they're going to do a Loki show. How are they going to do Loki? Loki's dead. Well, guess what? He's not anymore. He's not dead. Which is great because I, I love Loki. He's a great character. He's a great villain. Um, to see him die in Infinity War the way he did was upsetting, but not unsurprising. But right. also, you know, Thor actually said in Infinity War, you know, he's been dead before. And yeah. so, so sure enough, I mean, thing is, I mean, it's not the same Loki. He did, did die. But now Loki from the past is in the future. Now, the only thing that has me concerned here is that obviously the Loki from Thor's, you know, timeline had a redemption of sorts. Now the Loki that's alive now has not had that redemption. So he still could to a bit because past Loki is now in, you know, he could be in the future and obviously he's going to find out that his mom's dead. Right. Well, see the thing, this is where the time space thing gets weird to me. Okay. So they went back even further in the past to get the, the Tesseract. Which means if they got it back then, that means nobody had it for him to take later. No. Steve, that's why Steve went back in time. He had to go back to cut the branches off to make sure there was still just the main one timeline. That's why Steve oh, went that's back right. in time and put them all back. So it would be there for Loki to get. That's right. Yeah. So we're that's good right. there. He had to put, that's right. He had to put the branches back. I forgot that was what his mission was at the end. Oh, he, he just never hit the thing to come back when he got done. Right. So... Covered Iron what Man. about okay? So the other third one I want to get bring up is is Black Widow. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's just one of the big three. You're going to skip Thorbowski, the big Thorbowski. Well, these are the ones that had finality. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Well, okay, yeah. let's talk Black Widow. So, I think that was the most disappointing part. I, I, you know, I don't know if it's about our contract or not, but I, I well, let's I was, let's go. I was pretty upset with that. Yeah, Marvel has already announced. A Black Widow movie, and that's have they? I haven't, I haven't seen anything official. They have. And it's supposed to come out next year. Is it official? Twenty twenty, yeah. Twenty twenty Black Widow. So they've already announced it's well, that, happening. That could be origin, though. That's the thing. But who wants to see an origin movie when you know she's dead? I don't know. We'll find out. So these are the two things, and this is not an original thought. I've I've been on doing a lot of reading online. I've seen this suggested many, many places, but so just to reiterate, and I agree with these things, you really got two options. Either it's going to be a prequel slash origin movie for her, which do we want to see that? I don't know. Or it's going to be a Star Trek three search for Spock type thing that brings her back to life. But do we want that necessarily? Because to, to do a film like that, some of the other Avengers are going to have to be, you know, traveling through time, looking mm-hmm. for her. How much of that Black Widow movie, which is supposed to be fronted by, you know, a strong female character, is then going to be dominated by other Avengers that may or may not be female, looking for her to bring her back to life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or it could be a mishmash of the two. It could be part origin, prequel, part let's bring her back to life somehow. I mean, it's, it's obviously possible. There but, was five year gap between infinity war and Endgame. game. Yeah, that's true. And I, I have to admit her death was a surprise. 
and you know, <clears throat> Endgame really kind of set her up as a leader of the Avengers. She was the one sitting in the chair, making sure that the world stayed together. That five years after, right? I mean, she yeah. was Shield. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, Tony was off having a family, living a quiet life. Uh, Steve was still around, you know, a Captain America, but he he seemed kind of lost too, you know. Right. So but she was the, still the one man in the decks, making sure that the Avengers were still doing what they could do around the world. So I thought, okay, they're setting her up to be a leader, and then dead. Well, it was a good arc between her and Hawkeye. They've been oh, it was great. You know, great to, together through this thing, and the only humans, so to speak, one of the only humans that basically just get by on their intelligence, physical capabilities, and improvis- improvisation. That's how they. They survive, you know, no suits, no nothing. It was a good, I mean, that fight between them two. I mean, did any, was that the only one? I couldn't have been the only one. As soon as they said, we're going to go for the soul stone that, okay, this is going to not end good. Well, yeah. And then, you know, they totally played it up too. Cause they're like, Hey, we're heading to Vormir and here's yeah. black widow and Ronin slash Hawkeye laughing and having a great time. I'm like, did Nebula not tell them what they have to do to get the soul stone? Because, <laughs> But maybe, you know, I thought Nebula either screwed up and didn't tell them or she realized I can't tell them because right, she knows what has to happen. One of them has to die. Why let them on that that's what's going to happen? So it's, it's a toss up. So if you go, so my thing is if you go there by yourself, you just can't get it. Right. You have to sacrifice. You have to give a soul for a soul. Any soul? No. The, the, right. You, it has to be someone you actually love. That's why... Thanos killing Gamora worked because he did love her. Right. And that's why it worked because Hawkeye did love um, Black Widow. Not like. So it'd be interesting to see when Cap put the soul stone back there. Did he run into Red Skull? What? Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) So yeah, that's something I would have liked to have seen. What was up with that? Right. That would have been cool because Red Skull is a great villain. Like. I was sad that that he got relegated to be the crypt keeper, basically. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That's well, shit. That that should have been on film. <laughs> it would have been cool, right? Would have been fantastic, Joe. You're smart. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been cool. But yeah, I thought Nat's character it was a tough, it was a tough role because she was, you know, remember Iron Man too. She's been in a lot more than most of them. Yeah, yeah, and she's way, way past due to have her own film. She's been the threat in Civil War and like she just and Winter Soldier. So she had a it was interesting how she brought in she got connected to some big characters from Tony as an assistant to Cap and the Hulk. Like clearly Banner and her were getting connected in, in an interesting way. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's, All right. So we, we could talk about Lebowski. I, I don't really want to say anything other than. Uh, well, okay, I do want to say Chris Hemsworth. Um, you you said for you, Paul Rudd was the uh, the un, uh, uh, unsung hero. Unsung hero. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give the unsung acting chops to Chris Hemsworth, and here's why. Oh, I yeah, I know where you're going. Yep. Well, in three films now, he's rocked pretty three distinct looks. I mean, he goes from long haired Thor in Ragnarok to getting his head shaved, which looks more badass. I like him like that. And then he loses his eye in, at the end of Ragnarok, 
But then, boom, pops up in Infinity War. Raccoon gives him a new eye, and he gets the new uh, Storm uh, Stormbringer. So mm-hmm. still Thor, but a little bit different. And then, you know, I thought, okay, that's how Thor is going to look from now on. He's going to have the, the the short hair and look badass, look much more modern. Look doesn't look like, you know, let's face it. If you go back and watch first Thor when they actually, you know, he had the long blonde hair and they dyed his eyebrows, he looks. Yep. Kind of weird. Right. He doesn't look as natural as now he looks. I mean, he's basically Chris Hemsworth. With, you know, well, that's what I don't like. Like, See, I like him like that, but you don't? Well, I like him. I like him as an actor. I mean, he's greatest Thor. Like, there's nothing better. But I like, like, there's some certain aspects. Like, well, I didn't want him to be. It's kind of like he was a character and now he's Chris Hemsworth, like you said. Like, well, I don't want the actor. I want the character. It's like, it's like De Niro always plays De Niro now. So it's like. That's okay, true. you're not That's acting true. like anybody. You're just De Niro in a movie. And, you know, to me, the character is something. I don't mind the haircut and stuff. I mean, I just, but um, when I, I did watch the first Thor not too long ago, and I thought, oh, wow, they really got away from what Thor looks like in the comics and what he was and, you know, try to modern him up. I get it. But, um, you know, so I, I do like that they, I, in fact, when they said five years, when I saw the thing go five years, I'm like, sweet Thor. Hope they better have long hair again because I'm kind of tired of of uh, Beach Boy <laughs> Thor. Right, you and know? he did have the long hair and the long beard. It was nasty, and then, oh my god, all that gut. You know, I wonder, I wonder how much the, the how much of a gap there was between filming. I know they filmed them back to back. There has, had at least been a few weeks there where Hemsworth like, fuck this, I don't have to work out anymore. I'm gonna eat all the cheeseburgers these next two weeks, and it doesn't matter because right. I'm, I'm going as prosthetics with my huge belly. <laughs> right. I mean, I like what they, I mean, he was a broken, I mean, I don't think anybody lost more than Thor throughout the movies. Well, yeah. I mean, brother, brother, father, mother. And he mentions that. World. He mentions that in the <laughs> Infinity know. War. Right. You know, he lost everything. Well, yeah, that's the thing. So, you're right. He, he loses, he loses his mother in, um, in uh, Dark Age, right? Yeah. And then, right, Ragnarok loses his father. Asgard. <laughs> yeah, loses <laughs> his father, loses Loki, helps unleash unleashes uh, Surtur, Suter, whatever, yep. to destroy Asgard. So he saves who he can from Asgard, and then immediately as Infinity War starts, Thanos kills half the Asgardians, at least. Right. And then, mech, mech, you know, mucks up the ship. So who knows how many Asgardians are left? And obviously not much because it's a small village. So, and, and they were on Earth, right? Yeah. Okay, they were on Earth. That's what I thought. Which ties into the comics. Uh, they've done that in the comics too. New Asgard. Or, oh, did did they? I didn't know that. Yep, they did that in the comics. Not to this level. It was Asgard appeared. Well, it's appeared a few times, but the most recently, yeah, it did appear. The whole city of Asgard kind of appeared on Earth, but this was different in that these are basically the remnants of the Asgardians, and they're on Earth. So, yeah, no one's lost more than him. So that's interesting. They'll never have that realm again. It's all gone for good, Asgard. That's kind of... Well, that's the thing, though. You know, it depends on how much they're going to hew to um, Norse mythology. In in Norse mythology, Ragnarok is the great restart. I mean, it ends everything, but then what happens after Ragnarok? It starts up again. Asgard's back, and it happens all again. So... Interesting. Who knows what's going to happen? It's interesting. Would it be good when As Guardians of the Galaxy comes out? Oh my god, I love love that. I hope, I hope the big Thorbowski is going to be in As Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Three. 
Yeah. Well, this, I guess saw, saw a thing that they're starting to film already. The comedic, the comedic opportunities there are great. Now that they've made Thor comic with Ragnarok on, I love him. I absolutely love him. He was one of my very absolute favorite things about Endgame was just because I, I thought they're going to do the movie thing where uh, they find him all fat and within you know a couple scenes he's going to be back to how he was. Nope. He goes to Asgard wearing a sweatshirt and what, a Baja pullover? Yep. He looked like a fat old surfer. Well, it's funny because I did say that to Michelle. I'm like, oh, he looks like Lebowski. And then literally a second after I said that, that's what Tony Stark says to him. Yeah, yeah. And I was like. <laughs> Thor was my favorite. So, he was my favorite by far. It, in the in Endgame. In Endgame, 100% my favorite, yes. Yeah. He had, I mean, he said, we knew Iron, we knew Iron Man was going to die. So, I mean. Yes, it was sad, but we all knew it was coming. We all knew that Steve was going to be gone to Captain America, and his arc made sense. I'm glad he got to have the happy ending, but I love that we still have Thor, and I hope Marvel is paying a shit ton of money because I want to see more hilarious Thor, whether it's in a fourth Thor movie, as long as they get Taika Waititi to come back, or if he's hilarious in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 slash as Guardians of the Galaxy I want it. I, I want more. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a character that's one of my favorites of all time that I just couldn't stand in this movie. Well, Aquaman's not part of the Marvel universe. No, he's not. Namor is, which that's hinted <laughs> at. We can talk about that. Um, the Hulk. You didn't like Professor Hulk, huh? Nope, can't stand it. Didn't like it in the comics. Listen, the, it's the beauty it's in the comics. You're I, right. I don't. You I don't. Like doesn't. Yeah, I don't like it because the dichotomy is what makes that character. It's Jekyll and Hyde. That's how it was started. That now being able to control it is nice, back and forth. But I don't. I mean, I want to see Mark Ruffalo when he's a scientist, and I want to see the Hulk when he beats ass. I don't want to see a hybrid. I just don't. It's boring to me. It's 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 literally boring. Like. Yeah, I, I see a cartoon character through the entire movie. And it, it's like Jar Jar Binks. I was like, no. Whoa. That's no. A, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Some, the tea has been spilled. Yeah. I No, I don't think it. I mean, I just didn't like that. I'm like, I, I just find it interesting what, what sets you off and what sets me off. Because honestly, I, 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 I liked that they did Professor Hulk. Um, I'm okay with it because, again, it is canon in the comics. Um, yeah, but there's so many comics out there. There's a lot of bad comics, even if it's canon. No, there's just a lot of bad takes. Well, it you can't know? stay. It can't stay. But you know what? Doing this um, it gives potential. I don't know how long Mark Ruffalo is going to be the Hulk. We don't know how long. Well, they they can't do a standalone. So no, they can't. They're, they're they may not. But well, you know they could. No, no, they no they can't because Universal owns it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's they right. literally cannot. <laughs> that's right. So. Uh, so all that to say, um, but it does give the character, it, it gives a place, the character someplace to go because something now can happen to him that causes the split and gets him to get angrier again. So I, I don't, I don't know if he's going to stay Professor Hulk. I doubt it because, you know, people are going to get tired of it. Yeah. I mean, you go back to the, what made the Avengers great was the Hulk. The, the, the Hulk was the best character in the original, in the first Avengers movie. When he just turns around and goes, you want to know my secret? I'm always angry. And it just was like, boom. It was like, yes. Um, I agree so, 100%. And then, you know, when him and Thor are kicking ass and they both stop and then the Hulk just punches Thor. Oh, oh my it's God. the best. That's one of the best scenes ever. Yeah. And they just, I don't know, they just took that that away. 
anyways. No, I can see where a little, I can see where you're coming from. Uh, but it, that's it, what that's what dropped at a point for me. Whoa, was the Hulk? Whoa, that's all that. Now, see, let me tell you something. Here's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. So you you didn't like Professor Hulk? That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, it didn't bother me so much. What bothered me was we had all this hype just what a month, six weeks ago for Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And she's in the movie like what ten minutes tops. She was horribly underused. That was my second gripe. You you hit the same one as me. Horribly. Underused. I didn't let it bother me too much because they had to they had to set things up in a certain way. I think they just didn't know how to use her once they had her. I can see that. I can see that. Well, you know what? I'm not. I can see that. But uh, I think the the whole point of Endgame was to tie up the loose ends of the main Avengers cast. And she was not one of them. So, I mean, so we, we get a resolution for Hawkeye and for um, right. Hulk, for Thor, for Captain America. You know, the original Avengers from the first movie, they all got a resolution of some sort. And mo- most of the others did not. And that's right. fine. But, I mean, we just had Captain Marvel. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. Personally, I liked Wonder Woman more, but Captain Marvel, you know, was a very strong female character. I enjoyed the film, but you talk to some of the, the, the women that have gone and they're like, yes, this character speaks to me. And I went with, you know, I went with my girlfriend and she freaking yeah. loved it. I really liked it. She loved it. So Michelle loved it too. I, I, I liked it. I don't know if I loved it, but I, I sure we saw it twice and I loved it the second time too. Right. So it was so it's a it, damn good movie. It's a damn good movie. I mean, it broke a billion dollars. I mean, that's that's crazy money. And it did it. And so why aren't I mean, I didn't need to build off that hype because they were still running off the hype from Infinity War, and let's face it, they're not having any trouble selling tickets. They made a billion point two dollars. Uh, oh, right. In this first weekend, no movie has ever done that that quickly. It's insane how much money that they're just making money hand over fist. So they didn't need to build off the hype from Captain Marvel. But, you know, you have her and then you make a big deal about the fact that she's now in the Avengers and she's there 10 minutes, you know. She shows up, hey, we found this planet Thanos is here. I checked it out. It looks good. She goes down there with him and, you know, she talks a bit of smack. And I was like, I really kind of thought they were going to take time in this movie to show her leadership skills and kind of, yep. I expected that we'd see more of her taking the reins and she would take on the kind of a captain America, you know, America. Yeah. We talked about that last time. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was going to happen. Did not. And then you see her in one more scene later where they talk to her and she's got a new haircut and she's out doing stuff in space. And then she shows up at the end to, I mean, don't get me wrong. She kicked ass for the, she tore through that. That ship was great. Oh, that was badass. But I'm like, that's it? This is all that she was yeah. in there? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It was I, I said the same thing, but I, I, I don't know I don't know what else they could have done. Well, they could have made a four hour movie is what they would have had it done because they had too many loose ends to tie up. But I think they could have done something better with her. I really do. And there's a there's a lot of money in that set. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the funny thing is, no one no one's gonna make more money off this movie than Robert Downey Jr. Oh, for sure. Um, 
I mean, there's a lot of characters like, you know, Black Panther came back and they all just started fighting. Even there wasn't as much Spider-Man as I, because I think he's killing it as Spider-Man. That's one of the best Spider-Mans ever. Oh, fantastic. I love him. I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, Far From Home. Yeah, me too. Especially because um, now that we know it's not the first film of Phase 4, Kevin Feig has come out and said, suckers, it's fool. Oh, it's not. It's not. You didn't hear that? No. He came out about a week or two ago and said, FYI, people. Avengers Endgame is not the end of Phase Three. Spider-Man: Far From Home is so. I, oh, okay. I have to so believe they're going to touch base on the fact because one of the things at the end of the movie when you see Spider-Man and he sees his friend, I'm like, what do you mean? Is not his friend be five years older? Unless his friend was part of the snap, which means then Spider-Man, uh, his buddy there, uh, Flash Thompson, even MJ, yep. all must have been snapped out of existence because they all are still high school kids in. Right. Far from home. Right. So how do you deal with that? I mean, what kind of emotional, what kind of emotional shit would you, if you know, could, would you have to deal with to find out you were not part well, of you don't know for five if, years? If, yeah. You have to, yeah, you don't know it. It just kind of, you have to fit. Somebody's going to tell you, right? Right. <clears throat> so was Aunt May, we don't know if Aunt May lived or was snapped back. We don't know either one. Right. There's a lot of questions. I mean, we can get into the questions. We're at 40 minutes now, which is more than we've ever done, but, right. um, we we could do a part two if you want, but quickly, there's so many questions like Loki, the hammer, the kid from Iron Man three as a cameo at the end at the funeral. Is he the next Iron Man? Could be interesting. There, there's just so much. There's so much. So many questions. Oh, yeah. I have. I honestly can't tell you. I mean, they've said very little about when movies are coming next other than. We know that you know there's a Black Widow movie coming. They've talked about a possible possible uh, Master of Kung Fu movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, oh, and, they, and like I said, they hinted at Namor. Yeah, a little hint at that. And now we all obviously know that somewhere in Phase Four is also going to be Guardians of the Galaxy three. We don't know when because James Gunn is busy making Suicide Squad for DC now. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. Oh yes, dude. As soon, almost as soon as he got dropped by Marvel from um, Guardians of the Galaxy, DC is like, yeah, we'll hire you. And he, they hired him to write and direct Suicide Squad, which is going to be a reboot already. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then Marvel came back and said, yeah, come on back. Well, he's like, thanks, I will do it, but I have to finish this DC stuff first now. So Marvel's like, well, what can you do? We'll, we'll wait. So they're not going to have Margot Robbie? That'd be a miss. No, no. They're, okay, they're going to keep Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie is now, now essential to the DC universe, but she's busy right now anyway. I know this is our Avengers episode, but FYI, if you don't follow, Margot Robbie is currently filming Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. DC. I didn't know that. Yep. Interesting. You got to keep up so, with the geek stuff, Joe. I'm busy. I, most, my, my wheelhouse is Star Wars. You're, you're my comic book guy. This is how <laughs> we enough, work fair out. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm fairly new to comics in general, so I mean, not new. Like I bought things, but I never followed all the timelines and all the things like you like you know. So I I got a lot of geek knowledge, Joe. It's, you're the man. So how do we? Where do we go from here? Is it a big breather for a while? I think it has. Is to there going to be? be a, it, I think is there going to be an end credits for Spider Man? I think so. Since they stu- I think they didn't so. have it here. Is it done now for good? No, I think the end credit scene. Because now that we know that for sure, I mean, let's face it, this is not, so this is 
we know that it's, that Avengers Endgame was not the end of Phase four, or Three. We know that now, and really, it was a goodbye. It was a capstone in many ways. Yes, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to continue. There's still a lot of stories to tell, but for the original cast of the Avengers, other than Thor. This has been a capstone. We're not going to see most of them again, I don't think. I don't think we're going to see Hawkeye again. You know, we're not going to see Iron Man again. We're not going to see Captain America again. But we, we're we probably going to see Thor again. And we know we're going to see um, Black Widow again because they've already announced the movie. So Spider-Man Far From Home, as we know, that's really going to end it. It's going to be more like an epilogue for the entire Phase 3 they have to have something at the end that's going to give us an indication as to what's going to happen in Phase 4. Now, does that mean that Black Widow is going to be the next movie? I don't know if that's where they want to start Phase 4, but uh, what else is on the docket? Well, you've got Ant-Man and Wasp. Don't know if they need a three yet, but they're there. I'm sure there will be um, And they're significant. I know they're significant to the Avengers. Like they, they, They've been part of the Avengers for quite some time in the comics, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, part of the original. Yeah, so um, they're important. Is Pepper Potts going to be nope. in this now? Nope. Yeah, uh, Paltrow's already said that she has filmed her last MCU movie. She's done. Yeah. Let's see. So no more Pepper. Probably no more Happy, unless he makes an appearance in. Uh, well, is it? He's in Far From oh, Home. Sorry, I that's right. He is. I, I forgot that. My bad. But no more Pepper. I no more RDJ or sorry Iron Man Tony Stark. Um, Nick Fury. Yes, he's still going to be around. Sure. Samuel Jackson never says no. He says that in interviews. I'll make my money. He he doesn't care. Samuel L. Jackson is the black Sean Connery. Those two have never said no to a script. Hey, Samuel L. Jackson, I have this idea. I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll he'll, he'll do it. that for Sean Connery than, hey, we got this movie about these immortals and one of them is Scottish and Highlander. Which is not that bad of a movie, actually. I kind of like that movie. I love that movie, but then like... So we've got this idea where the Highlander is actually from outer space. We're calling a Highlander too. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. But he did retire, and then he retired. He stopped. Well, yeah, he retired after making *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen*, which had so much potential to be a great comic book movie, and could have been a great yeah. send-off for him. But it was crap. I didn't, I didn't mind it. I didn't know the comic, but anyways, let's leave that to another day. You need to go but I, the comic is so much better. Isn't? Oh yes. But anyway. Avengers, what's coming next? We don't know. I do expect there to be um, uh, a bumper or whatever they call it, a, not a trailer, but, you know, at the end of the credits, there's going to be something that gives us an idea what's coming for the next for the next phase. There just has to be. I don't think we're done with Avengers films. Uh, I, after $1.2 Disney's not going to want to be done with it. No, we'll see the <laughs> Avengers again. It's just going to be an entirely different team, which is fine. Yes. I, they got to build up. They got to get those characters. They got to, you know, obviously there's going to be a Captain Marvel too. I mean, oh yeah, and come on. I, I can, I mean, we don't know exactly what's coming, but we know. We know, we know, we know Black Marvel, Panther's coming. We know the Black Panther, you know, he's probably going to join yep. the Avengers. Um, I can guarantee you Captain Marvel is going to join the Avengers and be the leader most likely. Yep. Um, I think so. Uh, I would be very surprised if we didn't see Captain America in the Avengers in the form of Falcon, Sam Wilson. The, for sure. The tough part, though, is, and you know, maybe you know the comics, like, who, the stakes have to get bigger each time. 
right? And what was bigger than wiping out half the universe? Like, I don't know how you get a bigger problem than that. No, you're 100% right, but you're also wrong. And here's why. They did, I mean, don't get me wrong, they built up Infinity War and Endgame perfectly. No question. It was all all the stakes. I mean, Thanos even said in, 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 in uh, Endgame, uh, now that he knew what had happened, that he had obviously won, and he knew that they came back to try and stop him again, he realized, you know what? I'm not even going to do half the people next time. When I snap, I'm restarting reality. Like, oh, man, that's not a much bigger threat than that. So, what are they going to have to do with another Avengers movie? Here's my take. I could be wrong. Obviously, I have no insider information. You go smaller. Obviously, you can't go bigger. But with your next Avengers film, it's going to have to be the new team trying to prove itself. The, the crux is going to be, are we Avengers? And throughout the course of the movie, it's going to be questionable. And at the end, mm-hmm. they're going to prove that they are worthy of the mantle Avengers. That's why we're going to see Sam Wilson as Captain America. That's why we're going to see Black Panther. That's why we're going to see maybe Spider-Man. This is why we're going to see Captain Marvel. Can she lead the new Avengers? Who else are we going to see? Not sure. Against what threat, though? Uh, it's, the threat, I can't tell you, but the threat's going to be secondary. The, 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 the main crux is going to be, can this team be considered an Avenger team, can they live up to the legend that is the Avengers? That's going to be the thing. So I think there's, like I said, I could be wrong, but I don't, I, I don't think you can go, you can't go bigger this soon. So no, it's going to have to, no, it's going to have to be a lot of, am I good enough? And then Thor, I can, Thor and Pi show up and it's probably going to be something like, and who knows, I don't have a crystal ball, but if, it does turn out to be this way. I take all the credit <laughs> is that you have Thor show up with the team. And at the end, he's like, yes, you guys, you guys are worthy of this mantle. Something like that's going to happen. That's my guess. Oh, there is a Dr. Strange too being in the works as well. There you go. So there's, a, there's a lot going on, but I don't know if I see Dr. Strange in the Avengers. No, but he's he's, he's the guy you call. He's much better off doing yeah. his own thing because it's a different way. So, so anyway, that's my take. That's what I think is going to come. Uh, yeah, next Avengers, yeah. the fifth Avengers movie. When it comes, it's a years. It's years out yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they quite know yet. To be honest with you, I think they they kind of knew all the way up till. I think when they knew they were going to keep going, they figured out Infinity Wars because they had it in their mind the whole time because the stones have been around. Like that's been. That that this map has been well played. They know what they were doing. Yes, I don't. I don't think they have as big a map anymore. And I think, you know, it's going to be tough to get where it was. It's tough to get back to this this feeling that you're going to get. There's only you know, this is a, this is a once in a lifetime, and I mean this literally. What what just happened over the last you know, eleven years, was pretty damn cool. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. Now and. And I want to go out on a limb and I want to thank Sam Raimi for making the original Spider-Man back in the day, the 90s, that made all this happen because nobody was watching super, you know, there was Batman off of, you know, the joke Batman stuff that I didn't like, you know, the Tim Burton's was fine, but everything else that came after was terrible. terrible. And it was really tanking. And then that Spider-Man came out and that Spider-Man is a damn good movie today. It holds up today, in my opinion. And I want to, th- I mean, if it wasn't for that Spider-Man, 
I don't think we would have gotten what we got. I, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I liked X-Men and X-Men 2, but you're right. Mm-hmm. Not They did not hold a candle to the first two Raimi Spider-Mans. Let's just greatly ignore that. I agree. Third. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, the Doc Ock one is arguably even better because, oh, you know. Fantastic. That is one of the best superhero movies of all time. Spider-Man. Yeah, movie. really, really good. Really no good. Question. Anyways, we've, we've gone long. Um, I think for sure we, we've got a lot. We could talk about this for another two hours and if we broke it down, but there's a lot more characters like Rocket Raccoon I thought was amazing in this too. Um, you know, he was a great character in this, uh, in Endgame. Um, you know, where's Gamora? Did she get snapped back away when when Tony snapped? Is she gone? Or are they going to find her in Guardians 2? Oh, is she done forever? Good. Who knows? She's good. Because she's, she's good with Gamora now. She killed past evil Gamora. I think she's around. Oh, wait. I'm okay. sorry. I was thinking Nebula. You're right. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Totally misspoke. Yes. I think the whole, I think a large portion of the next Guardians movie is them looking for and finding good Gamora. Okay. Well, she's dead. Gamora? She's not. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't turn to dust. She's alive. We don't know, right? They didn't show anything, so we don't know. Um, we know. So we know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe. I think. Uh, all right. Th- I think we. Good job. So, uh, have you changed? So, have you changed? Uh, we'll, we'll end this the way we started. Did you change your number? Is it staying? Is it going lower or higher after our Since podcast? Beginning of this the episode. I'm going to say it's a solid nine. Like I said, I watched Infinity War again last night. It's perfect. I wouldn't change anything about it. Um, I, I have, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I wanted to, I could find qualms and things I have issues with. But there are more and larger issues I have with Endgame. So I'm I'm good with a solid nine right now. All right. I'm going to stick where I'm at. And I think, you know, hey, this has been, uh, I'll say, a special edition of of the Kyber cast. We, we really try to do these in 30 minutes, but since, you know, they gave us three hours of a movie, we can give an extra, you know, 25 minutes uh, to, to talk about it at the very least. It's a giant size podcast. Giant size. Yeah, we, we, this won't be the last time we talk about this. I think it's going to stick around for a while, but uh, man, what a movie. If you know, uh, I, nobody can really leave that movie thinking they got swindled, put it that way. It was a great movie. A great, great, a great run. Um, I, I really liked. I'm uh, gonna go see it again. Oh, I might have to too. Yeah. Oh, I know. I have to see it again because I didn't like my 3D experience as I said to get go. So I need to see it again where I can sit calmly and and watch it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Michael, thank you. Uh, Michael D's. Let's. Uh, <laughs> we'll call it a night. And uh, a thanks again for uh, for joining me on the on the Kybercast. And uh, we'll see everybody soon. And uh, talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right.